Hey, Devil fans, you're tuned in to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast, and here are your hosts, Chris Cole and Dan Martin. Defending has been good. Uh, the Samaris, I think we've had a couple a couple holes we're trying to patch up right now. Uh, I think some of it is, you know, a couple young D in the lineup, uh, you know, that are replacing a couple guys that were playing against the top line, so we've got to make sure they're ready to, to go to. You talk about, you know... And that was uh, Lindy Ruff apparently being chased by police and <laughs> talking about the game uh, against the Bruins. Uh, that was on uh, Friday evening that the Devils lost 4-3 to in what could be their worst second period to date. Uh, anyway, welcome to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast. I'm Chris, along with my boy Dan. What's up, Dan? What's going on, Chris? How are you today? Merry freaking Christmas, Merry brother. Merry Christmas to all our Devil fans out there. Did you have a wonderful holiday? I, I sure did. Was um, Santa good Despite the Devils' loss, I, I had a great, you know... Holiday with the family was fantastic. Very nice. But uh, the Devils did not bring us many presents uh, for this holiday season. And, uh, you know, those comments there by Ruff really had me concerned. Explain. I mean, he's, you know, she's shooting a bunch of questions at him. And, and for the most part, I understand what he's getting at. But he gave an assessment that, you know, his defense hasn't been a problem. And... What little problem he has is some holes, which, okay, I'm going to agree. We've had two key defenders out. And it's the young players that are the problem with the defense, as if that's what's going on with this team. And, you know, I don't see that at all. I mean, look, obviously you're going to have a fall-off in defense when you're out Marino, when you're out Graves. But, um, it, you know, the, the constant problem with the defense has been the guy who's been there all along. We know that with Severson. And then more than that, I, I don't even know that bringing up the defensive woes were really the story with the Bruins game. I don't think the defensive woes was, were the story. The story with the Bruins game was the, the second period, first yeah. off. They they played flat. The Bruins outskated them. They, they, you know, they said it a few times during the broadcast, and I could not agree more when it, you know, Danico had mentioned it. Uh, a couple of times, the difference between a young team trying to find out, find ways to win, find find out the the formula of a, being a winning team and a veteran team that has mastered that, and the, the results were the differences. When the Bruins had their opportunities, they buried them, mm-hmm. and they don't make mistakes. Right. We had tons of opportunities, didn't bury them, and we made a bunch of mistakes. And yes. I am. Like, you know, I thought they played a very good third period. I thought mm-hmm. they outskated them in the third. I think that they they kind of took Boston a little bit by surprise. I don't think the Bruins were really expecting. Oh, yeah. wait, this is the Devil team that everybody was telling us about because they didn't see him in right. the first two periods, but they Absolutely. saw him in the third. Yep. Um, I have a big problem with, and we talked about this a little bit off air, but. And I, maybe somebody needs to explain to me why Mackenzie Blackwell was starting that game. Yeah, I don't, uh, get it. I don't get it. You know, you got the best team in the NHL coming into your building to play. You have a guy, and now, and I know that the what they're saying and the reasoning is whatever. You know, oh, Blackwood came back. He played well against Florida and deserved the opportunity. You're number two goalie. I think that that is established. We're not going to take that away from Vanacek. Um, and Vanacek hasn't done anything to deserve get, getting taken away from him. 
and then you put Blackwood in against the best team, and you could point to a couple of things in that Bruins game that you say, eh, that didn't happen, we maybe could have won this thing, or if that did, this didn't happen, but you know what definitely did happen and is definitely a big reason why we cost the game? Blackwood misreading playing pucks, yes, being out of fucking position, and costing two that I can see with the naked eye bad, bad goals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that did not get brought up uh, in the... In the interviews I saw with Lenny Ruff, this is kid That's gloves. Why I went to look for them? Is it kid gloves? Kid is, gloves with Blackwood. I, I think that's and a great way to say it. Yeah, it, it is ridiculous how much this team pampers and babies them. I don't and, get it. I don't get it. Um, first of all, why would you fuck with Vanacek's head? Good goalies <laughs> do not like to have weeks off from their starting role. They oh. do not like that. They they do that when they're injured, and they do that when they're going through a bad stretch. Did Vanacek? lose this spot by having a, a horrible game? Uh, well, I don't think so. If you're going to say that he lost his spot because he got pulled uh, against Carolina, well, then then, then Blackwood lost his spot against Boston. Right. Uh, and then, you know... I didn't even see that pull as an all-Vanacek problem. I saw that with. pull as your team was flat. Your team was horrible. And we need to wake him up a little bit. And, you know what? He Blackwood is back. Well, it's... Let's get him in for some some NHL action now. I, I get that. Yeah, I don't even know if I was on board with that, but let's assume we are. Mm-hmm. You're right. Your point is, is it this game, right? Right. This, why would you do it this game? First of all, it hurts Vanacek. Secondly, you're playing the Bruins tw- twice in a row. Yeah. And you're going to lead off with Vanacek. It's a bad move. If you even decided... You Blackwood. You, I'm, so, Blackwood. I'm sorry, with right, Bla- right. Blackwood. Even if you decided, no, I'm gonna, I want to play Blackwood one of these next two games. It would be the, the second one, because yes. Vanacek's your lead guy. You'd rather get to win and have them, you know, we just beat you. Now come try to beat us. You know what I mean? And you give your starting goalie that first game. Yeah. That's what you do. Is which, by the way. A lot of starting goalies would have played both games. There's five days between There's, these games. There what was are we no, talking about? To me, going into this game, and we even talked about it, and we even said on the last podcast, all right, so Vanacek comes in and plays. We didn't even discuss that possibility I didn't think it was that possible. Blackwood was going to play on Friday night because I did not think there's so. no reason to put him in. It just didn't make any sense. And some of the things that has been, been going on with this team over the course of this losing stretch... Yeah. Is starting to make me, and I'm not 100% there yet, but I am really beginning to lose confidence in Lindy Ruff as the head coach of this team. These these problems that they have, it's, they're more and more pointing to, you know, the direction of leadership, you know. Um, yes. And it's, you know, that, who to play in net, that falls on the coaching staff, you know. Which guys to call up, when to sit a defenseman that's costing you games, you know. Now, look, he did sit Severson for a game. They didn't even have a great result with him out. They lost anyway. So it's like, okay, Severson's out of the doghouse because we lost. He plays a lot of minutes the following game. That's a win, which, you know, I guess you look at only those facts and you go, oh, see, you can't afford to put him in the doghouse. And maybe that's what they decided. But honestly, he made a couple turnovers that... He's just lucky they didn't cost him that game. This is true. And I'm not just saying the Severson thing. Like, Severson is, you know, this this weird kind of, like, 
its own little drama yeah. going on in the Devils locker room. It's like there's the New Jersey Devils and what they're doing on the ice right now, and then there's Severson and this weird shit that you know, yeah. how's he doing? And it's all about Damon in certain instances, and and you know, I know, I it, sometimes kind of like I get up. sucked into it. Too. Yeah, and I know what you mean. We all do, and you know what it though, fucking it boggles the mind. It's, it's yeah. also the 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 stupid plays and the stupid bonehead plays that they are still doing. They're undisciplined at times. The last two games, I give them credit, they were very disciplined. They didn't take a lot of penalties, and they had good results with that. Um, but, you know, before that, you know, taking way too many penalties, bad passes, just bad looks, like not getting the guys in front, of, like all the shit that when you're winning, nobody talks about because you're doing all these things. Right. But a good head coach, and you can see it, You can, when you play the teams that are well-coached, the Bruins, the the, uh, the Hurricanes, right. e- even the Panthers, and you know the Rangers now are on fire, and I don't know how much of that is their coaching, but they have a horseshoe up their ass right now. Um, but regardless, is what I'm saying is that I am a little bit losing uh, some, some faith in Lindy Ruff and what he can do to turn this team around. Because you know what? Every once in a while... You gotta lose your shit, and you gotta get in players' faces, and you have to make those players. Those these guys are professional athletes that get paid a ridiculous amount of money to play a fucking game for a living. You have sometimes have to get in their face, and you have to, you know, demand certain things. And Lindy Ruff to me is not that guy. He's the kind of guy that okay, well, we'll do better next time, you know, that kind of thing. Like I don't see a fire in him, and maybe in the locker room there is, but I don't see it. Hard to believe. Uh, it is. You and know, look, even accounting for different coaching styles like that, and okay, he's not going to be that. It's still at the end of the day, I, I don't even care if he's reading them the riot act. There's moves that are like able to be seen from the outside. Who you play. How many minutes a guy gets? Sure, he had these this many turnovers. He has this many minutes. He had this many bad goals. He's starting the next game. He, you know, like he's got this save percentage, and you're playing him like he's your number one goalie. Yeah, like these moves, I don't understand. I don't care how his attitude is about it. These moves alone are enough to make me lose confidence. Yes, and I, I was losing confidence because of the things that I talked about. And then you add the stuff like you're saying to it, and it really is starting to just be head scratching. And, and with this whole organization right now, with this like, I don't get the Mackenzie Blackwood thing. I don't get the Damon Severson thing. I don't understand. Now we are uh, well, well, almost at the half point of the season, and. Can we just, and I understand injuries and stuff, but we have to be a little more consistent on lines in general. Like we were in the beginning of the year when everyone was healthy and all the lines were hitting. Now it, I feel like he panics a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, we're down a goal and let's just blow everything up and hope to get a result. Now, yeah, our skill guys. Boggle bubble, you know? Yeah, exactly. To get new combination, new combination. And, and our, mm-hmm. our skill guys are good enough that they can produce offense from wherever they are in the lineup, but you do have a much better chance of consistently winning when dudes are playing with each other and they get that chemistry. And, you know, this isn't something Lindy Ruff doesn't know. It's just something to me that I'm just like, you know, let's at least two lines, let's hammer them down and not change them for at least a week. Let's get some, you know, the, the young kids I thought that came in, Ball and um, Nikita Okiachuk. What do we call it? I'll never get that right. Anyway, thought they well. Ball 
got no ice time in the third. Right. All right. So I didn't see. I mean, I, I heard. Didn't see any giant, I heard Kenny you know, saying, ups. "Well, he made a mistake." I didn't see that play. I guess I was kind of. I watch half the game at work, and then I, I record it, and I finish watching it at home. And some nights, when I get home, if I'm exhausted, I might miss a thing or two here and there. But I didn't see a mistake he made. He must have. Um, where uh, Okachuk, uh I know I'm, I'm bastard, I, bastard uh, butchering his name. Sorry, Nikita. Nikita. Yeah, let's call him Nikita. I thought he played all right. Yeah. You know, he he didn't do anything to cause the team. I, I didn't think any kind of uh, put the team in any kind of bad situations. Right. I thought he played okay. Now, I want to know when Nemec's coming up. Like, yeah. This. Yeah. Why are we not? bringing him up yet. I know why uh, the younger Hughes isn't coming up. That's sure. okay. We get that. Oh, is Nemekin playing in juniors too in That's World? a good question. Uh, he's probably He's probably playing in juniors too. There's an article about that. I can double check that. I, I, bet, I, get you your point. The, I bet you that's why he's not up. Alright, which would make a little bit of sense. But yeah, I kind of feel like this love affair with with Blackwood and I mean maybe if if the if the objective is going into the Blackwood thing right now of okay this is legitimately his last opportunity with this team we are going to give him every opportunity to either succeed or fail and see what happens after that now you know he played came in in relief against the Hurricanes he let a goal in off his ass uh, one goal in the third. Then he comes in in Florida, and he lets two in. Plays pretty well. Keeps him in the game in the third. Then against Boston, I think he played like shit. So this is Mackenzie Blackwood. You're going to get a good game and two shit games and another good game, and then he's going to be out for six weeks with an injury. That's yep. what you get with Blackwood. And I agree with you. Like When we were rolling and we were we had a really good tandem with the Vanacek and Smead, and they were... You knew whatever guy was in, you were comfortable with. They were both playing very well. And now I feel like that chemistry has just been completely thrown out the window. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, Marino goes down. Graves goes down. You send Schmid down. You bring Blackwood up. Uh, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, it's why... And again, I, you know, we've we've talked about it ad nauseum. This team has to, you know, you have to give Blackwood his chance. You have to, but at the expense of this team, I ask, how much longer are you going to give him a chance? I don't get it. Um, even if we were going to say we got to give him a chance, did it have to be the first of the two versus the Bruins? Are you trying to, you know, give him a chance while still doing what's best for the team? Didn't look like it to me. It didn't, and. I, I don't even know if I agree with it. How many chances does he need? What do we need to do to shop this guy? You know what? We're not making any grounds. If the idea was to show him back in form and that he's a serviceable NHL goalie that somebody might want so we can move him down the road, which is what I'd like to do with him, okay, he had a win. Should have stopped there. He came back. He had a win. Instead, uh, now you're back where you started. He had a win and a loss. What are we going to do? Wait till he has a win and two losses? And win like three you losses? Said, what how- are we doing? How now? I mean, we there's no way Vanacek's not starting tomorrow, right? I mean, we say that, but we don't really know. There should be absolutely no reason whatsoever to not put Vitek Vanacek between the pipes against Boston tomorrow night. I I mean, it would have to be, um, but I thought it had to be last time. I agree. So now I don't know really what to expect from the coaching staff because it doesn't seem like uh, you know predicting a logical move it, is, it, is a safe bet anymore. Not with Ruff. Um, all right, so let's just assume that they haven't completely lost 
all semblance of rational rational thinking, and Vanacek is in net tomorrow. Okay? Yeah. With the way that the team played the third period. Oh, and by the way, who didn't let a goal in at all in the third period against Boston? Oh, yeah, that would be Vanacek. Exactly. Uh, but this team showed in the third period they could beat the Boston Bruins. We know that this the ceiling on this team is so high that we don't really know where it's at. At that least team nine, is ten on. foot ceilings. <laughs> They're pretty high. I mean, you're going to need a ladder if you got to change a light bulb. Is it, what you're exactly. Saying. I is, got you. Now they might have been, you know, playing near hopefully their floor recently, but they can beat any team in the NHL yeah. consistently if they can play consistently. It, and it, we, you know, that's 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 the whole problem yeah. here is we know that, and maybe more frustrating than last year. Last year you could point to things like goaltending, defense. Now, no, actually, we have a good defense. Yes, they're injured right now, so I'm willing to make those allotments. But the new guys, really, they played good enough for us to win. Yeah. Um, the goaltending, the problem was fixed. It was. And, and then we broke it again. Here's this guy. We're breaking it. We're bringing it us, you know, time machine back to last year. And we kept Why? saying, Why? we kept saying, like, uh, even when the, the losing streak started was like, at least, though, we're not going, and we also don't have goaltending. Like, yep. no, at least that was the one thing we had and we were comfortable with. And, look, I think we'll get it again. I think it's going to be, uh, like we said before, it's going to be Vanacek and someone other than Blackwood by the end of this thing. It's not going to be him and Vanacek. It's going to be Schmid or Bernier and Vanacek. But, you know... The shopping him around, if that's what you want to do, well, you know what? He's got two uh, two, ga- two full games in one period under his belt. That should be enough. Shop him around. People know what they're going to get. If we sit here on this podcast and we can tell you what you're going to get from Mackenzie Blackwood, trust me, every other general manager, all 31 other ones in the league, know exactly what they're going to get with Mackenzie Blackwood. And uh, You know, even uh, just by the numbers, just looking here... Um, if you check save percentages, right? Uh, Smith and Vanacek are pretty close to each other um, in the nines where they should be 0. 0.932, 0. 0.920. Okay. And uh, then you have... He's got to be 8.7. Not almost as bad. 8.82. 8.82, uh, okay. Now, he's trailing significantly. Yeah. Significantly. I and mean... What did you he could let? say... It, um, Four goals on... on 15 shots? Yeah, that game did not help his save percentage no. at all. But that's, ahead, yeah, it was like a thought. 75% there, point, yeah. point 0.75 on that game. Yeah. So, um, you know, like, just even by the numbers, uh, let alone the fact that you, you know who's got the wins and losses, sometimes that doesn't tell the whole story with goaltending. It's, you know, you got to look at save percentage, you got to look at quality of chances, right. right? That's another thing that is a whole, you know, thing that you could parse. But any way you slice it, Blackwood is not your starting goalie. They treated him like a starting goalie, and I believe it cost them that game because, like you said, they can beat the Bruins. Yeah, you are you know off of one win in your last seven or was it eight at that point? It seven, was seven. One out of seven. You're in a fragile state. Time to get on the right track. You put in Blackwood. Why? Because he had a decent result against you know Florida. Florida. I mean. Where great. you even... let him work back up with another chance. Maybe he comes in and relieves Vanacek if. If the stars align that way, let Vanacek, that's his job to lose. And you brought up 
a good point uh, last time about the Florida game is, yes, they won it, but the process by which they won it was not something that they should be patting themselves on the back about because it was an ugly win. It was. Uh, so Blackwood got you an ugly win. And look, he made some nice saves in the third period. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not saying that the guy lets every single puck go by him. But if you go by Friday night, he at least lets 25% of the ones that get shot on him go by him. Yeah. And that is unacceptable. Right. Vanacek, and he'll have some spectacular and, saves. Right. And it, you you look at those saves in isolation, it's hard not to be a Blackwood fan. Yeah. You like those, and I've always liked them too. But time always tells a story with an NHL-level goalie. And it's usually, you know, like people see the flashy saves. If you think about, you know, Vasilevsky and um, the greats throughout time, you have these key saves. Oh, it was great. It was clutch. What people don't remember is that he had a super high level of consistency. Right. That's the only way you can keep that job. Nobody cares how you stood on your head that one game. Right. And you know, or that you made the Blackwood two great was, saves in that game, but let four goals pass you. But two of those saves were amazing. Right. And exactly. I'm just worried that they. I'm worried that there's damage done to Banachek now. That's the thing that worries me. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not how you treat. Uh, I mean, he's been nothing but solid for you all year. Yes. And 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 you have been in the one area where you needed solid play bigger than any other position on the ice was from goaltending this year. And this dude, you went out and got him. Okay, yep. you went and got him. You wanted him on this team, and he has proven that he can play. He's a devil. Like I mean, the dude is is you know loves being here, playing fantastic. Seems a good so teammate. solid. Yeah, He's a good, solid goaltender, and you're. Oh, oh well, the guy that gets hurt all the time just came back from injury. You're going to say we're playing. Oh, we're playing the best team in the league. You're our number one, but we're going to sit you. Yeah, I really hope there was more to it to that. Well, I really hope it, that Vanacek was like, dude, I got explosive diarrhea, right. and if I can't, because go it seems like it makes no sense. So I started wondering about a hidden injury they don't want to talk about right. because you don't want you know. Okay, or even just crazy shit like Vanacek reacting to uh, Blackwood. Uh, getting this initial start as like what the fuck or not very happy with you know Schmidt being moved down or you know whatever and them just saying well then you're going to sit like I, I I have no basis for that and right. I haven't heard any talk of that but your mind starts going in those weird places because this makes no sense no that's and the thing it so you're makes... like well is he, is he hurt did he have a problem with management um, what, what's going on and he seems like such a nice easy going guy it's hard to believe he had a I personality really hope, conflict with anyone. I really hope that's not the case. No, I, I highly doubt that. I, I hesitate to even say it. I'm just saying, like, this is so Reckless stupid. speculation. Regular speculation. Exactly. But this is such a stupid move, it leads to that. Because yes. it, it, it doesn't it, make sense to be like, well, guys, didn't everybody expect Blackwood to just take back his team the moment he decided he was healthy enough to? I don't think in what? any shape or form, going back to last year, at all, would I have even said this was Mackenzie Blackwood's team? Nope. It's just, you know, up until this season, like last season, we didn't have a goalie. It's that simple. I would have said it was Nico Dawes' team last year right. because he's the only fucking dude that was like, all right, nobody else wants a job. I'll take it. And you know what? I give Dawes a ton of credit for last year, right. but that's last year. This year, it was Vanacek. It was Vanacek from Jump Street. Yep. Why are we moving off of Vanacek? Honestly, you want to know the truth? I was not a big fan of some of the Schmidt starts on paper. Now, I like Schmidt a lot. Yes. I'm just saying, why would you, you know, not give your number one as many games as he can handle? As many as he wants. Personally, I like the idea of a guy in his prime should be able to play everything but the back-to-backs. And 
um, that's when you play your backup goalie. Back-to-backs and just awful blowouts where you, you know your team needs a wake-up call and you got to pull. Or the other way around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or, you know, you just throw them in there right. for some extra minutes or something. Um, Schmidt got some starts, uh, you know, and he played great in them. He's, he's, he's doing fantastic. That's why it was even a bigger sin to send him away to just take Blackwood up. And then we, you know, again, reckless speculation when it comes down to it is you and I have said maybe this is more of a business move. We don't really know that for a fact. If this is more than a business move to get him some starts, then it is really stupid. And if it is a business move, it's still fucking stupid because the fans don't give a shit about the business side of it. Right. The fans want a winning product on the ice. And when you have all the tools there, I mean, it's like we got to put this nail into this fucking wood and we, we have a hammer sitting right there. We're going to use every other tool in the toolbox to yeah. try and get the fucking nail in. Exactly. Makes no sense. Use the fucking hammer. Vanna yeah. checks your hammer. He should have been in there. Meanwhile, this hammer is going to get rusty. It's this gonna get rusty, get pissed off at you, and, and it's gonna get mad, and it's gonna <laughs> turn around, around and be like, you know what? Oh, now you want me to put the fucking nail in? Yeah, yeah. put it in yourself. Fuck you. I'm well, done. You know, and and hopefully he's a pro and will go out there and play like a pro when he gets his rightful place back. That I will tell you, he's earned. Which, now look, he could go out and now he goes on uh, a streak of bad play. This is not impossible, and we got to yank him. We got to put other people in, um, maybe. But you know, it, it really sucks. I feel like in some part. The way to ownership handled, or you know, the leadership, the coaching has handled this. I, I put some of the blame on them because you fucking upset the apple cart. I agree. Uh, and hopefully that doesn't come to pass. Hope, yeah, that Vanacek gets to start tomorrow night against the big bad Boston Bruins. Yeah. I'm all about alliteration. Sure, the beast, the beast, and he plays very well, and the Devils get the win, and there, and then it just it ends right here, right now. There is no talk of goaltender, uh, goaltender, um, uh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Controversy. Controversy. Oh my goodness, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, no no goaltending controversy. No goalie that drama. This is it. This is no goalie drama that this is Vanacek's team and then we can figure out whatever the fuck we're going to do with Blackwood. I just, I mean, to me, and we've talked about it, everyone that listens to this podcast knows how me and you feel about Blackwood. It should be Vanacek and Smead. I mean, that was the winning combination. The team played very, very well in front of both of those dudes. And, and even when they started playing bad, it wasn't them. No. You know? I, I Like I said, Smith's last game, yeah, he might have wanted one or two of those back. That wasn't even a bad outing. It was just that it was probably not his best, and he would tell you that he might want one of those gonna back. And you're going to get that. You're going to get that. You're not right. going to get, you know, like you said, is Vanacek is not in a league of the, definitely not Smead is definitely not in a league of the Shosturkins and the, you know, Vasilevskis and the Olmarks and everyone else that's, you know, those dudes that are, are playing great every single night. Now, Vanacek, I think, can be that. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't shown that he can't. No. So I say just ride the dude until he, unless he says, you know what, I need a break. You fucking put him in. Those two guys, and their save percentage is in the top third of the league. I just, I They're don't, in the top third. Yeah. We were at the bottom of the league in yeah. goaltending all year, and you want to go back to that? Like, it, it just. Hold on a second. We jumped up like yeah. 60%. And we, and, we you know, fixed the way, problem. Right. We fixed That's the fucking a huge problem. Jump from lasting goaltending. Or second to last, whatever. Why it are out we to be, making to, a I think new it was problem? Tenth or eleventh in goaltending, right? And now we're going to go back. It, it makes no sense. No, Blackwood is just him, and you know. I, I, listen, I can deal with Severson a hell of a lot more than I could deal with Blackwood. 
Well, it comes down to the position is willing to. It's going right. to hurt you a lot more, it, even if you're playing a lot of minutes as a defenseman. You're one of you know six or even five maybe or whatever. You're not the only person out there, and and that second period killed us. That's yeah. definitely killed us. And look, it was a team collapse too. I'm not going to you know say everything was Blackwood. Come on, two of those were clearly softies. Uh, maybe three. You he can was make trying to play the puck, and it got uh, the one where he was trying to play it. And yep. he, he, I mean, dude, you, it, it just mental lapses from this guy uh, is just way too much. And I mean, again, you know, we can sit here and bash. You know, we actually have a uh, a uh, comment from one of our our listeners about Blackwell. You know, let's just get into this. Sure, yeah. I want to read this one out. It's email time. It is email time. Which, by the way, for anybody interested in emailing, it's unclepuckers at gmail, right? Unclepuckers at gmail.com. And you can send us your emails. We pretty much read almost all the ones we get on on the show. And uh, love to hear what you got to say. But, yeah, what does this one say? Well, this one, I think we kind of answered his question, but we'll explain a little bit. Larry here. This is Larry, Larry. from, Larry from Hi, Westchester. Larry. Writes, why do you guys constantly shit all over Blackwood? Ew, Larry. We would never mm. shit all over him. Huh. That's disgusting. Mm, not into that. Give him a golden shower. Maybe. He has had some injuries, but when healthy, he is clearly the number one, Larry says. The way you guys talk crap on this team all the time, I think you're both closet Ranger fans. Mm. All right, Larry. Larry. Let me let me start with Some this. Allegations. Larry. Larry, first of all, it's very blasphemous to call us Ranger fans, even right. closet ones at that. Yeah. We are critical of this team when the team deserves criticism, and that's what it comes down to. We are a very big Devil fans. We love this team, but and we said it early on in this podcast. Uh, I know I did. I don't give a shit of what name is on the back of that jersey. I care about who's on the front, the name on the front. And the bottom line is, if you're not going to help this team in a way that consistently helps it, to be a player that consistently helps this team, I should say, then I don't want you here. We discussed it. Blackwood is not the number one, nor should he be the number one. Uh, the team right now is going through some struggles, and we're going to talk about it. And if you go back and listen to us during the 13-game winning streak, we were ready to anoint this team a fucking Stanley Cup. Yeah. So with that being said, Larry Blackwood is not the number one. He definitely deserves the shit that he's getting uh, as of right now. I mean, it, to make the argument that he's clearly number one is is, is clearly insane. And yes, I'm sorry, I don't mean to I insult agree. anybody, Larry. We hope you insult Larry to all listen, you want. Write us. But here's why I'll tell you that you, you probably should seek help. The numbers <laughs> aren't even there to back you up. Look at the save percentage numbers. Um, when he's healthy, you put in there as a caveat. Well, you know what? That's something you have to consider. Like, so he's not healthy. I've, at a personal level, I have all the sympathy in the world. You know what? I bet there's a lot of great qualities in the, in the human being that is Mackenzie Blackwood. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about him as a player and his fit for this team. And you know what? Being healthy is part of it. Might be out of his control. Might be unfair. Might That's life. Oh, but, yeah. um, you know, a goaltender who's constantly injured, it, it's hard for him to be the number one. They need to have that position, like, solidified, and you don't want to see him go down with injury frequently. You know, not everybody can do this. Not everybody's body can play in the NHL. Not You know, he's gifted with size, but you have to have durability, too. Yeah, yeah he doesn't. And, right. And, you know, like, not everybody gets that durability. There's people who have an injury in their teens and 20s and it puts them out forever. He's gotten this far. I get it. That's great. But to 
to get from this far to what the Devils need on the ice from a, a starting goaltender, people underestimate what a big quality this is, this durability factor. Yeah. To be able to, night in and night out, play at, at what is a maybe the most physically taxing position because all the contortions and everything. It's bad on all the joints. I'm not surprised he blew his knee out. It, it's amazing when you think that these guys aren't more injured than they are, especially yeah. with the style of goaltending played to, today, which is... You know, purely butterfly. It's you know all those RVHs. Which you ever look at the torque on a knee when it's up against the post like that? It's a really inhuman position. It's amazing that these guys aren't more injured. Unfortunately for Blackwood, you know he has not been durable, and that counts against him as your starter. Larry, you, know, you want somebody to be reasonably durable. Larry, we've said it before. We'll say it again. It's an old adage in all the sports. Okay, the best ability is availability, and if you're not available, you are not going to play. And Mackenzie Blackwood has not been available enough. He has the injury thing, and I, I'm so I'm, I hate talking to people about. Well, a guy shouldn't lose his job through the injury. Uh, you know what? Maybe he shouldn't, but he does. It happens all the time. Okay, if I go down at work and I get really sick, what do you think? They're not going to fucking get somebody to fill in for me? Uh, Of course they are. I mean, could I possibly then lose that job? Is it right? No, but in sports, you know what? It's about what are you doing right now to help this team. Mackenzie Blackwood had one start. I feel that he played good against Florida. I feel like, you know, Devil Nation and the organization as a whole were like, woohoo! We got Blackwood back, and this is going to be awesome. And then he goes and has a stinker against Boston. Like, this is the dude. This is him. Like, if, if he does anything other than what he's been doing for the last couple of years, I would be surprised. But it's, you know, one decent game, two shitty games, injured for a couple of weeks. This is the MO. So, I, fuck him. I don't know, you know, what how many games he... To go back to one of our, you know, other reckless speculations on Blackwood. What, that it was a business move. One other item is something that you and I are both not aficionados on, which is like, how long can you keep a healthy player playing in Utica depending on his contract? No, you can't. And so maybe contractually he has to come up for two games before being sent back down. But I didn't really think about him being sent back down yet. Well, they're so not going to send him down because we talked about it. He has to go through waivers then. At any the point? The only way Blackwood is, I believe so, and I'll you know I'll do a little research for the next one, but the only way I think Blackwood gets off of this team right now, uh, uh, not being injured, if he stays healthy, would be via trade. It's the only way because I think, it, you know, of course, like if he's injured, Do you boom. know if, if it's possible to make... A roster spot for him that we never use, and if so, what's the cost? In other words, just uh, carry go back three to our duo and sit them. Right, c- c- carry three, but you know, sit. Sure, sit. You black can do that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. We can have three on the roster. You can right? do that, but, but that then you're losing a roster a, spot. Yeah, you're losing a forward or a defenseman spot. Which in a time right now, we can't really like. If you're going to pull up to cover Marino, you'd love to have that roster spot for two guys in case yeah. one's you, not working you want out. The two guys yeah, on exactly. There. And but, unfortunately, we're trying to cover two defensemen right now, which is even harder. So, yeah, we don't have a roster spot for that. I get that. But, um, you know, we still have no reason to play him over Vanacek. So, so I, I don't I just, know what we're talking about here. And yeah. to me, like, I, here's another thing about Blackwood that just – it's like you have – like, we haven't seen Dawes yet this year. But, you know. Right. And I get it. I, right. I don't want to see Dawes. Yeah. I don't want to see him. <laughs> yeah, I'm stay right in Utica that. and play good. Yeah. And but grow we see, and maybe his time will come. Exactly. And, and you look at Smead, and I see Smead as the, the solid 
goaltender for this team for many years to come. He looks like he's ready to break out and be an NHL yes. regular goaltender. And then you look at Vanacek. He's yeah. got a few years under his belt. He knows the, how to play in the NHL. He's extremely consistent. Seems like a great teammate. 26 uh, could be hitting his prime about now. Right. A little older. So, That's usually when the goalies hit their prime. Exactly. They're not usually so coming out you 21. should have Vanacek playing at a high level for five or six years for this team if yeah. you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so the, the, there's your goaltend. Now, just take those that, 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 those three dudes, okay, that Dawes, Smead, and, and um, Vanacek. Mm-hmm. All right, two are up playing with Smead and Banachek, and you got your you know heir apparent waiting in the wings, maybe in Dawes. Who knows? But that's the idea of what we're going to do with Dawes. And then you also have Bernier, who again is a whole different story of where he's going to fit in when he's finally healthy. My question is, what does this organization expect? Out of Blackwood, like where is where in the or if I was to sit down with the general manager right now or Marty Brodeur right now and say what is the plan for Blackwood? What do you guys want to see in Blackwood? Is their plan a Blackwood one, Vanacek two, and don't know about the is is it a you know we're going to move Blackwood or we need to see exactly what we have and then we're going to send him down or maybe try and get him to clear waivers? What is the plan are they seriously comfortable Hmm. with going with blackwood this season like that's what i want to know the only answer that i would accept is like what i really want to see is if you know marty was here and could tell you in all honesty they want to see him with a plane ticket to arizona or somewhere right that's what we you know this is all business we have to get rid of him this is the best way we know how and I still had a follow-up questions like, but why? Why this game? Why? Why was? Why yeah. was he? Why did he have to play the first Boston game? It doesn't make sense to me. And I think the I think that first Boston game, it, it, I really think that the Lindy Ruff fucked up this team by not putting that. You're playing the, like we said before the best team. Like you got to give your team the best. That if you beat them that game. It could have turned things around. Yeah, it yeah. really could have turned things around. Now you're still scratching your head. Oh, we came up short again. You know, yeah, you had a bad second period, but you know what? If Vanacek's in goal, maybe he makes one or two of those saves, and the Devils can win this thing in the third. And not just maybe. Um, I think it's pretty likely. Yes, he's, it is. Probably. He's shown that all season long that he, he's going to make you those saves. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It really. We have another question. Let's get to it. Yes. And Thank also, you, Larry. Thank you. Anybody, please, give us your opinion on Blackwood. We want to hear what you guys are thinking about this. Do you agree with us? Are we completely fucking insane? I know. Uh, I are we feel missing like we're a little something? bit out on our own because I don't see the yeah. media uh, outcry the way that I would expect it. Yeah, like, are we missing something with him? I or, know, you know. All right, enough. well, we have a, a email from Bob here. Right, so my boy and I are both diehard Devil fans. He thinks the real Devils, the real Devil, real Devils are the team that won 13 straight. I tend to think that was a fluke, and the real team is the one we see now mm. struggling for wins. Is it Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde? That's what Bob is officially asking us. Or is it Mr. Jekyll and Dr. Hyde? It's Dr. Hyde and Mr. Jekyll. No, it's Dr. Jekyll. It is not. Okay. It's nonsense. We'll ask Bob later. All right, so... I think it's a little bit of both, right? I mean, the 13-game win streak, yeah, that was a horseshoe up your ass riding a giant wave of great hockey play and a lot of luck. Yeah. But you still did it. Um, The team now is playing, 
I think, bad in a lot of ways that they didn't play bad during yeah. the winning streak. So I think That's if, true. I think the team, the real team, is is somewhere in between. I think the real team is a team that is going to win you a lot of hockey games, be able to score you a lot of goals, but some of the games are just going to have mental breakdowns and you know throw real clunkers out there. I know, um, but you know what? Here's his point that I'll bring up to go just on what you said because I agree with what you said. However, would you have said that during the winning streak? No. They like, looked unstoppable. And, you know, you knew they were going to lose at some point. We were joking around about, oh, no, they're going to run the table the rest of the season. Obviously not. We knew there were going to be some losses. But I thought more of the losses would look like the Toronto loss, where it's like, dude, they played a great game. They, get, they ran into a buzzsaw of, of bad officiating, bad luck. And there were a couple losses like that in the beginning of that streak, yeah. where it was like, they played a really good game. They got a little unlucky with this, a little unlucky with that. Um, and then it kind of morphed into, wait, they're, now they're doing these, these turnover problems. Now they have you know, an inability to get traffic in front of the opposing net. Now they have you know, inconsistent goaltending. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, wait, where did all these problems come from? Yeah. And even with the Panthers win, I felt like those problems were not fixed. We just skated by and actually won one of those. Yeah. In a similar way to losing one you should win, Yeah, we, we won one we should lose. Yeah, and, but good teams will do that. Yeah. And yeah. they are a good team. And they yes. still have banked up a shitload of points that, you know, they should be okay. But they need to write this ship. And they need to write it now. And I am, like we said before, like, I'm, I don't know if Lindy Ruff is the guy that can get us out of this. I don't think he is. I don't know. I mean... Um, I don't like what I've seen in this last stretch. Okay, um, it's it, it's so easy to get on the coach, and I, I just try to avoid it because it's just like such an easy thing to do. Like, oh, let's blame the coach. Things aren't going well. We'll blame the coach. But you know, I'm talking about some very coach specific choices. Well, here. yeah, that's. And I mean, and, and unless unless we're like we don't know the whole story, and like GM wise, we are you know. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, we are getting you know uh, directives that aren't even that are from above Lindy Ruff. I kind of ha- doubt that. I would hope that this I guy, can't. after having so much coaching experience, is not going to be dictated to like moves that are so obviously wrong. And he's just like, okay, boss, and does. And it. Tom Fitzgerald doesn't I, seem no, like a guy that has doesn't have a pulse on what's going on in this team. I mean, he had he's hit all the right buttons. My thing is. When you're going into a losing streak, there are a lot of things a coaching staff does, a lot of little things that a coaching staff does to get you out of these things. Sometimes it's, you know, benching a guy or two. Sometimes it's getting in somebody's face. Sometimes it's, you know, an attaboy to a certain dude, a, you know, uh, whatever. Everybody got has to be coached a little bit differently at certain times, and I understand that. And when you start seeing the mistakes creeping back in, the, the, the bad... Uh, bullshit, bad habits they had last season creeping back in. That's yeah. where I start thinking: Is Lindy Ruff the right guy to get us out of this? Because last season he couldn't get us out of it. No. And I know last season was a fucking shit show of you know injuries and bad goaltending and whatever. But 
you know, that was the kind of team that you maybe could have made a little noise. And by the end of the year, I'm not saying that you could have been in a playoff run, but you could have really been playing teams really hard at the end of the year where people right. were talking about, the right hey, track. the Devils have yeah. had a, a whole lot of bad luck this year. But look what Lindy Ruff has done with this team. They're in there every every night. They're fighting. They're coming up with some big wins uh, yeah. here and there. There was none of that. No, that uh, was like one of the most desolate seasons they've ever had. Yeah. It was like so hard find a reason to continue watching last season, the last half especially. And, and I, I, I worry that like when you weren't getting any better last year and then this season rolls around and you start off gangbusters doing what they did, but now they look so much like the team last year and for periods at a time. Not really, you know, like full games worth. I thought like they they looked like the team last year in the second period against the Bruins, where they just looked like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Definitely. And then the third period, they remember that they're one of the fastest teams in the NHL, and they start using their speed. And I don't care who you are, there's not many teams, maybe one or two, that can keep up with you when you were playing at that level. And that's why, you know, to, to me, they have to keep doing that. And I just, I'm not 100% sure Lindy Ruff is a guy. I got one and, theory why, too, they s- seem to like for, to forget to use their speed sometimes. Please. What's your theory? One thing I noticed with them is that they, I think they are aware that they're defensively challenged. And when they seem to play the better opponents lately, and I would say going back quite a ways, actually, they... They are. They start out very tentative and cautious. Right. They are trying to not fuck up defensively, and I'm not talking about just the defensemen. I'm talking about mostly even the forwards. Right. You know? They don't want to cough up the puck in the neutral zone. They, they seem hesitant to do that. They're they're um, coming into the, you know over the blue line without that freewheeling. We're in there. They're coming in much more cautiously. Like they're well, afraid of turnovers. We said that during the Carolina be, game yeah. that they were not playing to win that game. Right. They were playing not to lose. Right. And there's, yeah, exactly it, what it you're like saying. They're trying to, like, we don't want to. Um, so clearly a balance needs to be achieved because they are right to fear, hey, we can't beat this team that has scoring ability, but then we'll score one and we'll give away two great chances and against good teams we're going to lose that way. You know, that's 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 a legit fear yeah. because, you know, that is kind of the story of the emerging Devils talent to date, right, before this season. Yes. Um, so they, it's right to, you know, want to avoid that situation, but they're doing so at the cost of offense, and they need to strike that balance where they're doing both. Uh, and for a while it was working. I just feel like that is what has happened more than anything. They lost confidence in their Ability to play two-way hockey. Well, then, it's like one or the other. That's we're something defense, they have to, we're they play, have to figure out. Because when, when they do that and right. they play two-way hockey, they're one of the best teams in the league. Yes, absolutely. And you saw it again. You played the, the best team in the NHL. And in the third period, they had no answers for you. You skated them into the fucking ground. Yep. And why? Because you used your speed. You used every. You played both sides. You played offensive. You played defensive. You didn't give them a chance. And what they end up doing? They ended up doing what every other team that loses to the Devils does. By the third period, they're chasing a fucking puck around. They have no fucking clue what's going on. If they get any kind of um, uh, uh, zone time possession, it's it's no good shots, no good looks. Devils get steal it and get it out, or they make you make a mistake. And they get it out. And that's what this team does. And that's the thing that's so frustrating when you watch like the game against Boston, that second period. 
You right. know, okay, got out of the first period 1-1. You're thinking, this is going to be a good game. They're playing them well. And then the second period just is a, a, a debacle. Yep. And then they got to come out in the third period and play out of their head just to keep themselves in the fucking game. You play that way all three periods. And, you know, we've said this. Like they were playing with fire even during the winning streak because they weren't having good first periods. And we were saying that. Man, this can come back and bite them in the ass. They got to start out strong, finish a game strong. Yeah, but weren't um, you, like, also disappointed that the second period is where they fell apart because that was, like, the, their best period? I was very disappointed. You know, that that's always been their best apart. period. Yeah. We were saying you got to improve on waiting for the second period. You know, doing that feel out period yeah. in, the, in the first period, and then finally waking up by the second period. And now that we've gotten to a point where they're tentative and tight, and they didn't give up the goals in the first period, so they're in there. But then, you know, when it blew apart, it was just done. You're right, though. Third period, they did like, hey, we remember who we are. Yeah, and that was that's a good sign. That's and, a bright and spot. That's, to that's, what, that's it. When you look at this team, it's you do to me. The, that's when the maturity thing starts popping up because it's they're. They are so young. They don't know, quote unquote, how to win consistently. Yes. You know the 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 when you watch the Bruins and I use them as an example, and when you mm-hmm. watch them tomorrow night, they come on the ice. They're business. Yep. They're all fucking business. This is them. This is a bunch of men going to fucking work, and they're really good at their jobs. They know how and, it's done. It's just go right. out and execute. And you know you have finding out who they are. Right. And you have the Devils, who are really good at what they do, uh, but they're you know still trying to figure out the consistency of it. To you know, how do we put it together? Sixty minutes, eighty-two games a year. How do we put it together where we can get into a playoff run and make a run uh, and and maybe upset some teams or and put ourselves on the map? They're still learning that. Do you think they're like in search of more? system or is it just their individual ages needing time to gel because that's like the hinge question and whether or not you're going to blame coaching or not is well it? Uh, uh, it's it's not the system i don't believe i don't believe it is the system that they play i believe the system that they play is a good system for this team and the skill set of this team right i think that one thing that is missing from this team right now and i think this is what hurts them the most is leadership. Now, whether or not that comes from the bench and Lindy Ruff or it comes from the guys on the ice, I don't see a one man that is the leader of this team. That's that a good is point. this honestly, fucking this is- ride or die with me right. and you guys fucking come and, and I will take you guys to the promised land, put this team on my shoulders, let's go fucking get it. We don't have that. Well, here's what I was wondering and I was thinking about exactly where you're going with that because this is kind of why I say system. In order for that to happen, right, usually that's like like if you would have a veteran or two that would be like, look, almost like translate. Like, here's how Lindy wants us to play, guys. We are going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, I think a good setup is when the coach has the buy-in of the team and it's facilitated through those veteran leaders, right? Okay. So the question really is, is do we not have those veteran leaders or is it possible that this message, this system doesn't really translate to the veterans we have, or maybe to anyone. You understand what I mean? Because yes, like, what you interpret as the system, what I interpret as the system, we're talking about when it's working well. Yes. But it could be that maybe that's a little harder to actually execute on the ice on a consistent basis, and this is where the disconnect is. It's, it's maybe the coaching style of, you know, like, here's where I want you guys to be, this and that. 
I, I really don't know where to come down on that as an answer. Yeah. I'm leaning towards, believe it or not, not blaming Lindy Ruff in this and blaming that we need a little bit more of that bridge of older leaders showing the young guys what he's talking about. But I, I'm not sure, though. I really doubt it sometimes. I, my my concern comes if this thing gets rolling a little bit more out of control right. when you don't have that leader in that locker room to keep things mm-hmm. in check and you know how young dudes are and right. you know, you're in your 20s and all you want to do is win and you know everything and you're smarter than everybody else. And you're going and, off script. And you right. go, yep, and then you start losing that locker room and that's when issues start coming and, and, and then you'll see this team could possibly tank hard and I just don't see... And I agree with you. There is a lot of truth to what you said, as far as, like you said, the 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 this is my vision, make it happen, and a bunch of guys going, well, we don't really know necessarily how he wants right. us to make it happen. And that no, I've been here before, guys. This is what he wants, and this is and guys like that to to kind of you know be the leaders on the ice, and kind of be like you said, be that bridge from coaching to players. Uh, and a little bit like an assistant coach kind of guy, but a guy who's playing. Like, you know, we talked about, you know, old devil teams and you go back and you, we had a bunch of guys like that. Right. You know, the Danicos and the Stevens and, you know, the Elioshes. And these were guys that, you know, could be that. We don't yeah. really have that. I know. I thought that we would get some of that leadership from uh, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton's a great defenseman. He's not a leader. Um, I don't see any kind of leadership qualities in him. I know, and I've kind of bummed, on and off man. the I ice. I just feel like he's a little bit more of a you know. I just want to come in here and play and have a good time. I just work and, uh, here, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like I didn't. Um, I thought he might be that leader kind of guy. I thought he would be too. You know, he's a Canadian guy, kind of thing. Always is a good leader fit. Um, defenseman, it's a good leader fit. Uh, he, he seems pretty defensively responsible. So that's always good, too, because you can't be, like, one of those guys who makes all the mistakes he's telling you not to make. Like Steverson. Yeah, like, that's you know, the last uh, guy you want for a captain. That's, like, But, you know, I, I, I don't think Nico Heischer is... You gotta want to do it, too. And that's, yeah. like, you're, Nico and, like, Hamilton, do they want to do it, right? right? That's it. I mean, I think that Palat coming back will help this team a ton. Yeah. On both, on every level. Super excited every to hear that he's level. practicing. He's practicing now. He was back at practice today. Um, he didn't take... Uh, part in any of the line changes and things like that. He was basically just the extra guy, but he did all the drills. I mean, I know he's not playing tomorrow against Boston, and then what's our schedule look like after that? I think we got the Penguins after that. Yeah, they said, you know, so we I got Boston, to the rest. Friday night, mm-hmm. so tomorrow's Boston, Friday night is the Penguins, and then um, January 1st, we have right. the Hurricanes again on New Year's Day, which really screws up my day because I got... Well, I could watch an hour and a half of it before the Viking-Packer game starts. That's not an important game, is it? The Viking-Packer game? It's very you. important. I'm fucking with you. But not so much for the Vikings. They're in. They're, yeah. they're pretty much good. <laughs> this is just an opportunity to possibly knock the Packers out of making the playoffs, which Listen, is Listen, you get to January, little... they're kind of all important if, you're, if you have any This is hope, true. So I was just messing. No, but so those are our next couple of games. And, you know, right up till New Year's Day, the next three, you know, Bruins, yeah. Penguins, Hurricanes. You know, those Penguins, are... man, they... Look, it's so dangerous. Yeah. Uh, night to night base. I see them with like these crazy, uh, you know, gold bursts, and uh, you know that so that's going to be a challenge for sure too. So. All three of those games are, and you know, one's Friday, uh, one's one's Wednesday, one's Friday, one's Sunday. Why Vanacek should play all three? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm, but right now going into the Boston game tomorrow, I mean, they have got to. First off, Vanacek 
needs to be in there. There should not even be a discussion. If Blackwood starts this, if Blackwood starts this game, and something's fucking going on, then I think even the, the the Devils media, which has been you know, let's say asleep at the wheel a lot, they, you know, you also so understand that the the New Jersey Devil media it's is so like it's, it's like three. 19-year-old yeah. kids with a little notepad in their iPhone, you know? Right. They, it's not like they have the New York Post and the fucking, you right. know, all like the Rangers and the Islanders and Absolutely. stuff. So really, you know, go ahead. No, it's What were you saying? Their media, oh, that our media is sitting I'm on their hands saying, and like, you think they'll wake up with that? Even they would probably notice They might question point, that like, one. Like, what the fuck? Why, why are you playing Didn't Manichek? we go out and get a goalie last season? Yeah. Why is he not playing? Because I couldn't believe there was no article about that. I mean, they... There's. I, I looked and I saw one article saying, you know, the Devils have a goaltending conundrum, and they, you know, they went over some of the numbers, but it wasn't like nobody was like, it. what the fuck with the start? I Why? What we, does this mean to have this start in this organization? I right agree, now? but I find that we talk about things about 24 to 48 hours before. Yeah. Uh, is it over now? It's Are not over. No, we're good. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. No. Well, anyway, it's we probably wait, should... Hold on. Maybe it is over. It's over. <laughs> no, wait. Just kidding. We're going to move that What the fuck too. was that? Oh, you're going to remove That's, that? Yeah. No, you, you just got to slide it around. All right. We'll, we'll fix that all in post. It's all okay. right. Anyway, before we get you know, any deeper here, um, I mean, just tell me a couple of quick things of what do you really want to see tomorrow night at home against Bruins? Um... Yeah, I would like to see like a return to sanity with the moves, the coaching, the ice time. Um, I would like to see a super strong effort where we're like, okay, we're going to come out in the first period and play our A game to start. You know, right. regardless, we're going to hiccups along the way, bad call, whatever. We're we're there. We're playing smart. We're playing strong. Not too hesitant. Really trying to generate chances early on. Well, you know, playing that two way game. So I mean, those things would give me the win. Okay. What do I actually think is going to happen? You know, I think you'd be foolish to say the Devils are coming into this game with an advantage after just having lost to a very good Boston team. You gave them like a playbook on how to beat you. They also got to see a little bit of you at your best, so they're not going to be as, you know, like, oh, wow, this is a totally different team. You're going to have to earn this win. Yeah. And I think if they win this game, it's going to be a lot of hard work because Boston is not going to be... You know, oh, we're not ready for you. Uh, you're not going to catch them unawares. They are a very good team. You you caught them unawares a little bit, I think, in the third period of how hard that we played um, in that game. But I think you're 100 percent right. You're not going to, uh, you, you know, you're not going to surprise them. You know, they're going to they're going to be out there ready to play. Right. Um, you know, so right now, I mean, they have they only have four losses. Like, this team is so fucking good. Yeah. Only four teams have beat them, and to be honest, Devils could have been one of those Friday night, and hopefully they'll be one. Could you imagine what the narrative of this team, how it would have changed, Absolutely. is if you beat Boston back-to-back? Back. Yeah. If you could have taken them two in a row, how the narrative would have changed around this entire team. There would be no more talk of a, a six-game skid. or it, yep. The talk yep. would be... Only four teams at that. Well, then it would be only only six games have the Bruins lost, and two were by the Devils back to back. That's yeah, honestly, all anybody would be talking. We were talking about this matchup from a, a while into their their winning streak, maybe five six games in. It was yeah. Like, hey, look at you know who's hot in this league right now. Who's hot in our, our conference? And Boston has been there with us. So as the Devils were winning more and more, it was like. This is the showdown. This yeah. is the number one showdown in our conference. And uh, 
Then with that losing streak, it's like, oh, we put the brakes on. Boston clearly coming in as the favorite. Um, but what an opportunity for the Devils. Luckily, luckily for them, um, they have another shot at this. Because, let's face it, um, a sweep over these two games by Boston tells you who the better team is. Okay, Take off your homer hat for a second and all your hopes and dreams for our Devils and say they win two in a row with the record they have. In what world are you going to say they're not the better team? They don't, they, you can't. On the other hand, they split these two. Guess what? The Devils are figuring themselves out. Yeah, Boston's professional. They got the edge. They have, or have the consistency edge to date. Devils have lost some games. But we have said before, the Devils' ceiling is probably higher than Boston's ceiling. So oh, yeah. guess what? You split these two. You know you can beat them. And Boston's going to have to respect you way more going into playoffs. Not that these are the only two games they're going to play all year. But my point is, um, you split with them or do well against them this regular season, um, this is going to be hugely important for your psychology playing them. If you ever want to make it through them in the playoffs, you know that that's the team you have to do it against. Yeah, and you know you want the Bruins to walk out of this team, walk away from this game tomorrow night and be like, that's what all the fucking hoopla is about. This is one good hockey team. Absolutely. And if we are when, not careful and we meet them in the playoffs, they can knock us out. And that's what you need. You know, the Devils right now, they've kind of earned respect they you know to for, from the rest of the league with how they've won. You know, teams are kind of, you know, they were gunning for them a little bit and now but you know, it's like that team's still there. They're still in there. You got some injuries, every team does get you know, they have to just like yeah. you said, the confidence level is not there right now. Now, like I said, the third period, they came out, they played their game, and Boston literally didn't have an answer for them. Right. And Vanacek played good, made a couple of saves when he needed to, and that's all you could ask for for your goalie. Mackenzie Blackwood was the problem. Now, you are not going... No team that makes a deep playoff run has a weak link. It doesn't right. happen. No. Everybody is strong, and everybody contributes. We do not have that when Mackenzie Blackwood is in goal. No. You know, so it's bring just a it. prerequisite if we're right. going to be a good team. And and if, if Mackenzie Blackwood is our starting goalie moving forward this season mm-hmm. and, and later into the postseason, this team is not going to go very far. Yep. The, the man, you know, he, he's not capable of it. And I can't see how management and coaching staff and every player in that locker room doesn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so... Uh, let's just assume they make the right call with that. We're looking at this game. What a huge opportunity for the Devils to right this ship. And, you know, when you look at having lost one of the last, or only won one of the last seven games, you would think it's really hard with the next game being able to erase most of that. But this is an opportunity where it actually kind of is. It is. Uh, a, a game, a win against Boston here would be huge to, like, restoring faith in the, in the um, you know, promise of this team with right. all the talent they have. So. Yeah, I think it has to be uh, the next three games are really big for this team. And, uh, you know, so I completely agree with you. Uh, Daniel, anything else you would like to discuss on this episode of Uncle Puckers, this post-Christmas Uncle Pucker episode? That's all I got. We were very heavy on this last game because it was the only one between the shows. Um, And And there was a lot to talk about. Definitely, definitely. uh, So much to to go over with that game. and, and, And still, a lot more questions than answers despite all that we went over today. Makes you excited for the next game, so I'm, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I hope uh, we see the result. We're all interested in seeing here. Yeah, same out. here. Now, um, 
Uh, we are probably going to do our best to get a podcast out to you guys on uh, Sunday, New Year's Day. If so possible. leave your day open, please. So yeah, so make sure you guys are. Available I don't know what for time us. we're going to post it. So just better, better not, don't make plans. Make no plans. Just wake up for all of up. next week. Yeah, hit refresh. Check uh, social media. And by the way, guys, you know, appreciate you all. Uh, check us out on, uh, drop us a line, UnclePucker at gmail.com. We are on any social media platform. You can just Google us. Uh, I think it's uh, at Uncle underscore Pucker or something. The underscore Uncle underscore Google Pucker. Yeah, just Google Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Pucker. If I tell you an exact address, I'm probably screwing it up. Yeah. That's how I find anything. You just Google it and, That's you it. know. Slowly we will, yeah. uh, as we're still figuring this podcasting out and you guys are maybe discovering us uh hopefully down the road we build a nice community of devil fans where we can all sit around and hopefully not just bitch and complain but celebrate this team yeah uh, so that's uh that's all we got for you today guys so we'll see you when we see you see you then puckers out It's over.